We're now focusing on Greyhound Racing. Tonight we are heading off to Sandown for 12 of the best and uh, joining us is Jason Adams. How are you, Jace? Good afternoon, Arms. I'm well and tell you what, big week in Greyhound Racing and big night tonight here at Sandown Park, of course, highlighted by the launching pad final, which is going to be a beauty. And is Easter Bunny making an appearance there tonight? Yeah, he will be. He'll be out uh, hosting the Easter egg hunt for kids of all age, running a mark. We've got about 600 kids pre-registered tonight, so it's a, a scary number. We expect that to double with those who turn up, so uh, it's going to be a big night, no doubt. Exactly. Well, let's uh, have a look at race number one, and in this race, you can take out runners one and five. Uh, we've got number two, we own a bulldozer, 290, 260 expensive Eve, and then you've got Cranberry Miss, who's at 340. Two on top here, we own a bulldozer, and look, one thing about him is he, he lacks a bit of early speed, but he's he's strong. We saw it from him on Sunday where he ended up winning in 29 and 83. Just hope he's going to get that room. He's got a, a vacant box on his inside, which will certainly help. Second number four, expensive, and look, luck isn't something that she has a heap of. She's had eight starts here at Sandown for five runner-ups, so she's got a, a wide runner on her inside, which won't help. But she is the most talented and strongest greyhound in this field. Third number six, Crackerjack Jace, who's been good at Geelong. And look, he's been showing pace, and there's not a lot of speed around him. He's got a vacant box on his inside and a slow beginner on his outer. So hopefully he'll be able to push forward. And at fourth number seven, Chill Out Webby, who's a, a strong type. Small field suits him, so uh, he'll be looking for a bit of luck in running. So it's one. I've gone two, four, six, and seven. Two, four, six, and seven. The second. Um, this race, we've got number one, Aston Valletta at 2.15. 6.50, we own a Pete, and then we're looking at Backburn, who's at $2.60. One on top, Aston Valletta, and we saw him win on Sunday. And just the, the way he went about his business was, was really impressive. He began well. He went good to the first split and went 29.67 overall, which was one of the the better times of the day, and he, he comes into this race in a field that's probably similar to what he met on Sunday, and, and, and he's drawn much better too. Instead of box three, he goes straight into box number one. Second number eight, Backburn, who is highly talented. He's put together some really good wins at Ballarat recently in good time. The only question mark I've got on him is the draw he's going to jump from. Box number eight, he's going to have to be pretty good to clear the pack early. Third number two, Shady Thief, and... Look, he can show good speed. He's a, he's a consistent type. He's always thereabouts. And fourth, number six, we own a Pete. It was a nice runner-up uh, on Sunday behind it. We own a bulldozer. So race two, I've gone one, eight, two, and six. So one, eight, two, six in race two. Now over to race number three. Uh, Takeout runners nine and ten. Now we've got number three, Nigel Allen at 460. 384, Mr B Cash. 280, Spandau Ballet. And Grace Arley is at 460. Restricted win final, this one for those over the middle distance. Of course, there was Heat's run on Sunday, and I've got with number one, Dewana Help Me, who will be at a nice price. And as thought, the way she raced in her debut uh, over the 595 here at Sandown, it struck me as a, as a type she's built to race over this sort of distance. So I like where she's drawn box number one. I think it's a lot of value in her price. Second number eight, Grace Arley. And look, another one I think is drawn pretty well because she has tend to hook wide at times on her recent starts. And, look, she was first up on Sunday over this distance. And you look towards her bloodline. She's produced by Bourne Arnley, who, of course, in a past litter, produced the likes of Bacali, uh, Benali, etc. So maybe Grace Arley is the next chapter of that um, staying phenomenon and a stay in the making. Third number seven, Spendow Bullets, who... We'll start probably favourite in this one. I thought she's been lucky in her past few starts to get the room she has early. No doubt she's good overall. 
I think there's going to be a bit more pressure on her in this one than what she's met in her past few. And fourth, number six, Minta B. Cash, who does have that speed to lead and he's going to have to to be able to win this race. So race three, I've gone with one, eight, seven and six. One, eight, seven and six. Now to race four. Uh, this race, you can take out nine and ten. One, Western Envoy 230, five for courting, 650 Street Outlaw, Spearhead and Max Tractor, they're both at 650. This is the first of two launching pad consolations throughout the card. And look, it's quite a good race. We see a lot of these who have had some success through the launching pad series, haven't made it to the pointy end of it. They get a good chance here to win some nice prize money. I've gone number four on top courting and liked her run in the, the consolation heat last week because she copped a bit of a bump around the first turn. And I thought the way she rid it was, was quite impressive. And we know when she gets it all right, she can go around that 29.60 mark and it would have to take a good performance to, to be able to go lower in that sort of time. She's got the pace too and she brings it consistently. So got her on top, number four, courting. Second number one, a Western Envoy who was super strong last week coming from behind to win in good time. Fair bit, of, a fair bit ahead of him, there's no doubt about that. He doesn't have a stack of early pace, but he's got great strength and no doubt uh, he's going places in the future. Third number eight, Max Tractor, who was run down by Western Envoy last Thursday night. And, and for Maxi here, he's got a lot of early speed. We saw him go 1869 to the back split last week, and that is express. Going that sort of time, you can't rule him out, that's for sure, but the pressure will be on him late. Getting fourth number two at Prancing Turbo. And it's a bit to like about this boy. He went 515 to the first split last weekend, and just the way that race was set up, he was caught in a bit of bother, but I think it's going to get a little bit easier uh, tonight. I think if he doesn't lead, though, he won't be able to run him down. So race four... The first of two launching pad consolations tonight. I've gone with four, one, eight, and two. Four from one, eight, and two uh, in in that event. We now go over to the next uh, race number five, and in this race we've got one. Ask me now five, uh, four eighty Red Rock, a dollar eighty for Sinachi. Yeah, this is the second of the launching pad consolation finals. We do see a. A short price here for number seven, Seneki, uh, but I think it is a little bit too short. So I'm going to take him on. I'm going with number two, Bit Flash, and just think there's more value in the price and what we've seen from him in his past couple of starts. He's been, they've been the only two starts he's had in Victoria, and I've just really liked the acceleration that he has been able to show. He went 5-12 for the first split last week, which is usually pretty good. But just in the pressure that was on in, in, the, in the launching pad semi-final, he wasn't able to leave. But I reckon if he does the same again, should be able to lead this one from box number two. There still is a question mark over what sort of time he can run overall, not because we have any doubts on what he can do. He hasn't had that sort of run to be able to show us what he's made of. Second number seven, Seneki, who is clearly the best dog in this race. I just thought the price is a bit skinny around that $1.60, and we know he's tough as nails. He'll push through gaps at the first turn, but he just hasn't found that much luck in his launching pad heat or his semi-final. Third number six, Red Rock, who is a Alyssa brother and kennel mate to Seneki. And look, he's a powerful unit, this boy. He just needs a clear crack at him to, to really uh, muster some speed. And he's got, a, he's got a great finishing burst. And fourth number one, Ask Me Now, who look, I really liked his run uh, behind Dinah Chance, three starts back over the 595. And I think in time, that's probably where we're going to see uh, the best of him over more distance. So I think uh, he'll be looking for luck in this one tonight. So race five. I've gone with two, seven, six, and one. So two, seven, six, one in race five. Race six, this is over the 5.15, the Easter gift. We've got number one, Neo Clio, 3.40, $5 Dinah Paddy, $1.85 Orson Allen. 
This is an awesome race, and look, it is year on year. We've seen some really impressive types win it, and there's no exception here. The, the winner is going to be well deserving. I've gone one on top, Neo Cleo, and look, she's changed hands in terms of which kennel she does belong to in, a, in the past few months, but she's now ended up in the, the care of Rob Britton, and we saw her step out on debut for a new team on Sunday, and she was awesome. She hasn't missed a beat. She went 504 to the first loop, which is sharp, and 29.41 overall, and Look, for a girl like her showing that early speed from the draw, she doesn't run the hands off the clock. She's not going to go out and go 29-20, but as strong as she is, she's very hard to get past. I've got her on top now, Cleo. Second number eight, Orson Allen, who is one of the premier sprinters in Australia. Of course, he's fresh off the back of the Perth Cup win. He had no luck in his heat of the Golden Easter Egg. And look, I do think overall he's a faster greyhound than Neo Cleo. But as I said before, if she's showing speed from the inside... It's one thing to be quicker than the greyhound in front of you, but it's another thing to get past. Third number four, Kinlock Moss. And look, kicking myself, I didn't have something on him last Saturday night at the Meadows because he jumped at a nice price. He got the job done leading all the way. And although he's not one of the, uh, I guess, the, the quicker ones in this race, he's just a brilliant race dog and he continues to race well in good fields. And fourth number three, fourth number three slingshot hammer, who's... Well, he's got no early speed, but he's very strong, clear running. He'll be hitting the line well. Race 60, Easter gift. I've gone with 1, 8, 4 and 3. 1, 8, 4 and 3. Now to race number 7 over the 5.95. And you can take out runners 9 and 10. Uh, we've got number 1, Dinah Carney, 3.40. Dinah Yeza, 7.50. Go Seek Fernando, 6.50. Raiko Ablett, 8. 5.50, Dinah Uni. And then you're looking at Black in Parlour at $3.40. Pretty keen on this one, and that is number seven, a black in parlour. I think he's drawn very well out in box number seven. He's got a keen railer on his inside, so there's going to be room to move for him. We've seen in the past. He's won a, a Group 1 Hume Cup in this sort of draw. I think this is where he, we can really see the best of him. He's gone quick here at Sandown before. He's gone 34-10, and you'd be hard-pressed to say that that sort of time's not going to win the race. So if he's on song... He hasn't been here at Sandown for a while, but I don't think it's going to be an issue at all. So number seven, Black Impala on top. Second number four, Go Seek Fernando. And this boy just, he just doesn't run a bad race. He's been really good in his past couple uh, and beginning well, which is obviously most important. Third number one, Dinah Carney, who is going to start pretty short in the market. And look, he was a top winner here last Thursday night. He went 34-17, which is sharp. I think he's poorly drawn in box number one because we have seen him in the past. He wants to get wide on the track. So... Yeah, there's going to be a lot of on his pressure on his outside, so he probably won't be able to be able to do that. And fourth number two at Dinah Yezzo has been good in one of his, uh, one of three starts since returning from a bit of a spell. And look, she, her best is good. There's no doubt about that. But I'm just not quite sure when she's going to return back to it. So seven. I've gone with seven, four, one, and two. Seven, four, one, and two. Uh, over to the eighth race, and he can take out nine and ten. One Flynn at 250, Lucy's Marlowe three, 650 Kurt Lee, and then you're looking at Tar Witchery, who's at $5. Yeah, this race is the combination of what's been a, a big few weeks. Of course, the launching pad final, a $430,000 series, and we've said for a long time we're going to see some absolute stars come out of this series. We'll see some come out of the constellations, but I think uh, most importantly, out of this main final, we're going to see some, some genuine top liners come out of it. For this one, I've gone number one, a Flynn on top, and he's been outstanding ever since he started his racing career. He's at the 10 starts now. He's broken a track record at Bendigo, which was held by Fernando Bale and Jimmy Newell, but it's certainly not easily broken. He's done that. 
And since he's come to the city, I think he's gone up another level too because it's easy to do some extraordinary things over the, the provincial circuit. Another thing to bring into the city against some really top liners. He's been able to do that. So it was awesome last week. And he's just building to um, this sort of race, perform well in it. So now he's trying to Harry Manalitsis is prepared him to peak in the, in the third week of the series and he's got the draw to be able to do it. So number one on top, Flynn. Second, number three at Lucy's Milo. And he was outrageous last week. He went 29-17, which is the fastest time of this year at Sandown Park. But one thing that's surprising me about him, he's beginning well. And it's not something we saw from him earlier in his, in his career. So he's doing it all right. He's a big unit. He's 36 kilos. And not often do we see greyhounds of his size maintain this early pace. So I don't think it's going to be something we see from start after start. Third number seven to Witchery. She was good last week. She got a bit of hustle and bustle around the first turn, but she did well to hang on and make her way into this final. And look, she's got good speed. There's not a lot on her inside. So if she get balanced up, she's going to be firing hard at the first turn. And fourth, number two, Jaro Bale, who defeated Twitchery in the semi final last Thursday night. And look, he's a strong type. He had a bit of luck last week where he got the room to be able to showcase that sort of strength he's got. I think he's going to be hard pressed be able to find that same sort of luck uh, in this one tonight. So race eight, the launchy pad final. This is a cracker. I've got with one, three, seven and two. One, three, seven and two. Now to race nine. Uh, this is to be run over the 5.15 and you can see box five is vacant. Number one, Shannon Magic, 4.20. Dorigo Bale at 4.40. Five for Venn's Revenge. Pagan Dancer, 9.50 and Onions O'Reilly at 2.40. I think he is the one to beat. Number eight, Onions O'Reilly and Look, I don't think the draw is perfect for him because I reckon he would be a better... He rates better from an inside draw, but he's the, clearly the best greyhound in this race. I think it's been underrated how well he has been going of recent times because he's just been better, been defeated by a better greyhound. He's been defeated by Deliver, uh, Jezelenko, just to name a couple. But I think in this one, he's going to get the room to, to showcase uh, that ability he does have from the outside. And I reckon he will grind away uh, and hopefully win this one. Second number one, Shannon Magic. Now, he will show the early pace in this race. He's the likely leader, but he's not that strong in the run from the line, so the pressure will be on him late. Third number six, Ben's Revenge, and good to see him back on the winner's list on Sunday. He, he hasn't uh, raced a lot at, at Sandown this year, but we have seen him in his last couple uh, come here. No doubt he'll be in the race at some stage. And fourth number two, Derigo Bale, who been quite good in his past couple of starts. I mean, the best chance for him to win the race is if he follows the pace from Shannon Magic on his inside, hugs the fence, which is what he does best. So race nine, I've gone with eight, one, six and two. Eight, one, six and two in race number nine. Uh, then we go over to race 10 over the 5.95 and you can take out runners two and ten. One George's Fever at three, four eighty for Sweet Burbsky, three fifty for Rajasthan and four forty It's a Frenzy. Pretty good, pretty good race, this one, and I've gone with the value, and that's number three, Quest for Glory, and I think it's probably underrated how good she can be. She's got a, a good uh, PB here at Stanhouse. She races well from inside draws, and look back two starts ago where she ran down Vital Force at Cranbourne. We think to what Vital Force did that start after. He went 29-30-odd here at Stanhouse, and Quest for Glory running down the start prior. So there's a strong form line in there. Um, she has raced well in stepping up this sort of distance. So I think there's a lot of value in her price. That's number three, Quest for Glory. Second, number one, George's Fever, who was good at the Meadows last Saturday night. He overcome a, a wide draw and won in, in reasonable time. Third, number six, Sweet Burbsky, who's third up from a long spell. 
still on the improve. We saw improve from start to start last week where she ran at second to warm Finch in good time. I think she'll uh, be prominent, there's no doubt. And fourth, number seven, Rotostar, who put together that really uh, eye-catching win at the Meadows last Wednesday. Went 42-20 over the staying trip, which is really quick. I think this is a different league. He races against better opposition here. There's going to be more pressure on him, and he's drawn wide too, which I'm not sure is perfect for him. So race 10, I've gone with three, one, six, and seven. Three from one, six, and seven. Now to the 11th. Um, this is over the 5.15, and there are no scratchings. Tough race, this. Look, number one, Dybala's at four. 7.50, we own a Roger. Uh, where's Woodley at four? Jakari is at 4.40. Lockie Mack at 4.20. And Go Slow Goldie is a $7 chance. Yeah, a few different scenarios in this one. I've got number five, Jakari, on top. And we saw her go through a heat of the launching pad consolation last week. She went 5.16 to the first split. Usually, that's good, almost good enough to have you on the pace. But in the sort of field she was in, there was heaps of early speed in there. So she ended up fourth the first split and in a bit of trouble. But in this sort of race, it's going to be far less pressure. So if she repeats that, I think she'll lead. And uh, she has gone 29.60 before at the track. So in, in, this, in this sort of uh, competition, I don't see him going much quicker than that. So hopefully she brings her best because I think it's going to be good enough. Second number four, where's Woodley? And we look to his last race start here at Sandown. He got a bit wayward on the home turn in a, a race he should have clearly won. He's had a bit of a spell since then. He went around in a satisfactory trial here on Sunday. He went 29.80. And we have seen in the past, his racing style is to begin slowly, hook wide, but he's got one hell of a motor and he will be getting home well. Third number one, Di Barra. He totally bombed the start last outing in the Meadows and watching that runner doesn't fill you with a lot of confidence, but we do know when he brings his best, he's a strong sprinter and capable of racing well at this level. And fourth number eight, Go Slow Goldie, has run a place more often than not of recent times. So it's 11, the penultimate. I've gone with five, four, one and eight. Five from four, one and eight. And let's have a look at that last race, 12 over the 5.15. And there are no scratchings. Number two, solid bling at 210. Uh, we own a Wilbur 6, 7.54, Duke of Burnley. Hectic Bros at four and uh, CJ Aces at 9.50. As they often are, the last races on the card, they're pretty difficult to tear apart. I've gone two on top, solid bling, who's placed in seven of eight career starts and won four of them. So got the form on the board to race well. Second number five, Duke of Burnley. And good to see him back on the winner's list last start at the Meadows, which was a really good run. Third number six, Hectic Bro. And he's a type. He doesn't have a lot of early speed, but he does have a fair bit of talent. And fourth number seven, I'm the poppet. It was a nice last start winner here at the track. So it's 12. The last I've got is two, five, six, and seven. Two, five, six, and seven. And what's your best roughy quaddy in your player of the day? Best bet race seven, number seven, Black in Parlour. I think he's drawn well. $3.40 is a good enough price for mine. Value bet race 10, number three, Quest for Glory. I think uh, she will race well. She's about $11 at the moment. Quaddy, I think it's quite easy to, to go too wide, so I've narrowed it right down. So hopefully we get a, a bit of a small investment for a nice return. First leg, I've got with two, six, and seven. Second leg, one, and eight. Third leg, four, and seven. And the final leg, one, three, and seven. So 20 bucks for it is about 55% of the quarter you give tonight. And, of course, don't forget, from 5 till 7 o'clock tonight, if you head on your, your tab app and uh, you get an inflated price for a lot of these runners, of course, the markets are wound back to 110%. So if, you get it, if you're going to get on and have a bet tonight, that is the time to do it. So big night tonight at Sandown Park. Guys, of course, as we touched on earlier, big Easter kids fun night. If you're keen to... To find out more about that, you can head to our website at sandangrayhounds.com.au. And speaking of Easter, of 
of course, the Golden Easter Egg final this Saturday night. The Association Cup final also on the card. No update yet on whether Tornado Tears will be lining up. But for me personally, if I was to lean one way, I'll say it won't be going around and, and get set for more important things over the next couple of months. And, of course, in leading into Sunday, the speed start's coming up on May the 5th, and we do have some more trials going on this Sunday. Midnight Dare, who's done some good things uh, early on in her career in New South Wales, she'll be trialling, as well as Poise and also Ella and Chance, that, of course, was outrageously good at the Meadows yesterday. So it's going to be really good to see her go around solo this Sunday. Of course, for more details on that, you can also head to our website at sandandgreyhounds.com.au. Fantastic. Thanks, Jace. Have a great Easter. Thanks, Nath. You too. Uh, yes.